0: Hey, what's up? It's episode 72 of the Chasing Points Podcast. It's October 5th, 2022. How are you? Sam, here with my buddy Brandon. We are back. We are live. Week 4 of the NFL season uh, happened. We'll react to that. We'll look ahead to week 5. Some baseball as the season comes to an end. and Some basketball sprinkled in there too. Hey, Hayes, what's up, man?
1: We're back. You're ridiculous. Um, what's up? Uh, I want to give a shout out to Sam and the family. They had a huge event. I won't divulge. He can do that if he wants to. But big event in their family. Super super proud of this individual that is a listener. Super super proud of you. Super super proud of my dog that just loves to bark while it's going on. Is getting used to all this stuff that's going on here. My bad. Um, but uh, yeah, you had a phenomenal weekend, and I also did too with just moving in and all that good jazz. So you know, just ready to. Uh, get
0: to it man. I would say a mutual friend of ours got married, but it's my little sister. She got married over the weekend in uh Long Island. Yeah. So congratulations Tony and Matt.
1: Congratulations.
0: Uh, um you may have known Tony as almost as long as I have, Brandon, so <laughs> <laughs> shout out to her. Yeah, it was a, it was a wonderful weekend. Mm. And uh just a great weekend of family and and friends and A good time, so shout out to uh, to that. Yeah, wonderful, uh, wonderful weekend. And uh, here we are, the talk sports. Uh, Brandon's in a new studio, if you will. New uh, new digs for him. So we're we're working through that too. Kylo, the uh, the dog, needs to just understand that dad's podcasting. So we'll get to the. It's a it's a process, guys. We'll get to it. But week four, as I mentioned in the books uh, a lot to to get to here i guess we'll just start as we did last week too with um winners and losers again we're recording this about tuesday tuesday night the fourth so uh brandon week four winner and loser uh uh the first one we share so how about you just kick it off uh a team near and dear to your heart
1: well, a team near and dear to my heart right now is up at bat and it's Aaron Judge and I it's the bottom of the knife. I really think he's gonna hit a home run right now, but I don't think he's gonna hit it. I think he's gonna hit it next game. I was gonna say earlier, but not it's nap, you know, he grounded out. Anyway, um so my first winner. I've loved them very, very much. Uh, they are my team. It is the Philadelphia Eagles, the only undefeated team in the NFL currently. Uh, they are four and0 and they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars who are I highly I hold high regard for them and what they're gonna do this season. Uh, so this was to me outside of the Lions first game. Uh, this is the, the most real test they've had to this point. Um, as I see the Lions, or excuse me, the, the Jags being in the playoffs this year, um, I I loved how they came back and scored 21-street after going down 14-0. Um, Jalen threw a pick in a tight window, bopped, popped up, it was a pick six. Um, but after that point, they show that they still have the best run game in the NFL and were able to trample uh The Jags, which had the number one run defense coming into that game. Uh, But then also the defense alone with the Jags uh, not being able to stop the Eagles D-line. There was three forced fumbles in the game, uh, which was crazy because Hassan Reddick was everything that they paid for. And he showed up in that game. Clearly, the Jags did not practice with a wet ball throughout throughout that week. I don't know what they did, uh, but I, I do want to highlight two more things before I give this to you, Sam. Uh, the, the applause that the Eagles fans gave Doug Peterson when he came back, people were wondering what type of reception he would get. If it was anything other than a standing ovation, uh, if I was definitely there, if somebody was booing next to me, I probably would have punched them right in their jaw uh, because this guy brought your team a Super Bowl. And Doug was is loved and will forever be loved by Eagles fans. Uh, but then the other person that I want to give absolute love to is Jalen Hurts, the guy that he drafted while he was there. Um, people have doubted him all offseason, uh, said he wasn't QB one, said he couldn't make these passes, said he couldn't do all that. Jalen has shown over and over again, and was the offensive player of the month for September. Uh, that along with Lamar Jackson uh, for the AFC. Uh, He's shown over and over again so far this year that he can do with his legs, as we already knew, but he can also pass. This game wasn't his greatest, but, I mean, everybody's allowed to have a bad game, right, Sam? So, I mean, it was also some crazy condition. So I'm just super, super happy, man. Uh, I just – I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen against the Cards because the Cards don't look like the Cards from last year this week, so –
0: Oh, definitely not. And they haven't all season, but still there's enough talent on that team um, to, to give you guys some, some headaches, but the way that, the way that your Eagles are clicking right now, man. And I mean, you mentioned the, the strong running game and a lot of people doubted Miles Sanders coming into the year too. And would it be, you know, how much run would Gainwell get and Boston Scott too in the mix there, and then Trey Sermon, but the, it just shows that offensive line is still one of the premier lines in football. But I think the most impressive thing about this Eagles win, I mean, you mentioned coming back from 14 down to a, a well-run team and a you know a young team, but a hunger team in the Jaguars is that these Eagles are just showing you they can win every different way. Week one was like the Jalen Hurts show. Week two, he passed all over. All over the place. Week three was all about the defense, right? Yeah. And uh, this week,
1: ways. Yeah.
0: What was that? You cut out a little bit,
1: showing that they can beat you multiple. Yeah.
0: Times. Yeah, absolutely. And then this week, coming from behind, and you know, not ideal uh, situation uh, conditions rather, and against your former Super Bowl winning coach. So, yeah, uh, definitely my winner as well. That's why we're taking a little bit longer time here, but you, you got to be. Uh, proud and excited if you're an Eagle fan and, uh, definitely, a definitely a big and uh, for you guys. And, uh, you know, maybe an easier test than the Cardinals next week, but who you got next, Brandon?
1: Your quarterback, Zach Wilson. Uh, I overall wanted to give it to the jets, uh, but I wanted to give it to Zach Wilson. Obviously we know he went down, uh, with an injury, uh, didn't get the start. Um, and the crazy thing is, he went down an injury against the Eagles uh, in preseason. Uh, so coming back and being able to go eighteen for thirty-six, passing for two hundred fifty-two yards, one touchdown. He had two INTs, so that's the Zach Wilson. As all my Eagle fans, I mean, all my Jets friends would say, uh, this is what he does. Uh, but I I love what he can do. He he honestly, in my opinion, is the most talented arm probably since oh probably since Joe Namath (laughs) honestly I'm not even saying that jokingly I I I honestly mean that talent wise arm strength wise I I think he can make every throw I said it to you last year I said this this quarterback class is going to be one of the best uh and, and I think he can get there it just needs to have that that NFL speed slowed down for him. And I think you'll be able to dissect, but just the jets all around uh, the energy that they kind of have and they bounce back. Yes. They beat up on a Steelers team that uh, for the first time under Mike Tomlin's uh, rule are going to definitely not be above uh, 500 and won't be a winning uh, team this year, which is unfortunate for him. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it. We'll get no, into that. But... For sure. But I, I, uh, I do like, and enjoy zach wilson i i love what he can be for the jets uh but you know as a jets fan and i'm sure your your hopes are kind of eh, at this point to see where it really goes but i i think he's going to do well so that's my uh my other winner of this week
0: yeah i mean as a jets fan we've been sold hope forever right and all i've ever wanted i, I joke is all i've ever wanted was a franchise quarterback and I thought we kind of had it in Sanchez and that just the, you know, the wheels came off. Um, Gino never wanted Gino around, but you know, he's, we'll get into that too. But, um, you know, and then, and Darnold, we both have, you know, we held the same opinions on Sam Darnold for a while and that's just, that's not happening. So yeah, I have all the, all the hope in the world for Zach Wilson. Um, and he he certainly started the game he was a little rusty there and, and given so um you know it was really bummed second year is when you're supposed to make a lot of a lot of strides as a sophomore quarterback and he missed pretty much most of the preseason uh and you know the first 3 games of the season and uh but he, he's surrounded by by weapons Brees Hall looked really good he, he that connection with Corey Davis is there Gotta get the other receivers to, to step up there too. And and you know, the defense can keep you in games. Um and he has more receiving touchdowns than Kenny Galladay has with his career as a giant. So um shout out to Zach Wilson. You're on mute.
1: I know, trust me. Oh. You didn't have to expose me like that. Good to sorry, me. bro. sorry it's been a
0: long weekend I'm exhausted here uh here's one of your guys that I'm going to give some praise to Saquon I can say that Saquon Barkley is back uh in a game where the Giants I don't even know how they won this game they had like the fewest passing yards I think I've ever seen from uh from a team that's 71 passing yards uh of course Daniel Jones gets hurt and then Tyrod gets a um concussion and then they're they bring Jones back in the game. They're doing some wildcat stuff, um, but you know it's it was it's good to see kind of Saquon back back in business here. And I think while he, why he's really a winner is even though this this Giants team is starting really strong, I just I don't I don't see it. I you know for for G- my Giant fan friends, I hope I'm I'm wrong, but Saquon's a winner because hopefully he's playing football on a winning team by the end of the year. Um, there's certainly a lot of rumbles that like a team like the Bills would be interested in his services if if the Giants were to let him go. Uh, they didn't pick up his option. He's, or or they did rather, and he's, uh, he's going to be a free agent. So a lot of uh, decisions need to be made by this Giants team. And if there's an opportunity to get some capital back for Saquon, I think if you're a Giants uh, front office, you really got to look at it. So I'm definitely going to, Say that Saquon uh, is back to form. I and mean, you can make a case too, looking just at fantasy football, um, you know, running back rankings. Saquon's probably the best. Him and Nick Chubb are right up there, best running backs right now in, in fantasy football. So um, it's good to see him back to um, his old, old self. 568 yards from scrimmage so far in four weeks. So you got to love that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know how I feel about Saquon. I mean, that's my dude. Uh, He's always going to be my dude. I would definitely, definitely, definitely love to see him off the Giants. And I think I'm going to get my wish uh, this offseason because the Giants have bigger fish to fry. And that's Danny Ducks because that's all he throws. Um, And he's definitely not going to be their quarterback next year. Uh, I'm I'm truly, truly, truly upset that T-Mobile came in and literally got concussed right after he came in. Um, That was super unfortunate because I was waiting for that chance for him to be there because I think with him being back there and having Saquon back there, I think the giants could win more. Um, and, and I, I, I'm, I don't hate the giants. Like I hate the Cowboys. Uh, so I, I, I especially cause they have some of the players on that team that I, I do like, but I Saquon needs to go from there. And I don't think they're going to be able to pay him for what they're going to try to do. Cause they need to get a quarterback. Uh, whether it's a veteran or not. And, and they're going to have an option as the giants to get a veteran quarterback or depending where they end uh, to draft one. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious to see how that, that happens. Uh, this is this, my, my last winner is one of the people that they could actually be getting uh, next year, depending on what happens with the Niners. And that is Jimmy G as Stephen, a would call him. And I love the nickname porn star, Jimmy. I will never get rid of that. Um, Man, he, ever since, yes, he had a rough start since Trey Lance went down, uh, but as Sam and I mentioned on here, Jimmy had no offseason whatsoever. He's literally, this is his preseason, those first couple games warming up, and he's already looks like he's in uh, in his form, that he needs to be in season shape. Uh, last night, playing the Rams, which they won 24-9, to they absolutely crushed the Rams, which I'll get into that. Uh, but he went 16 for 27, uh, had 239 yards, one TD. Uh, so he didn't put them in a bad predicament, and he gave the ball to his best players. That's what you're supposed to do. Debo Samuel literally ran down the field untouched. Absolutely. That was a
0: wild play, man. That,
1: that play was – I was like, is anybody going to touch him? And no soul touched him whatsoever. Um watching Jalen Ramsey trying to go in and get the tackle like it was wow it was just yeah it was bad um but yeah I'm just happy for Jimmy G again everybody that I've ever heard talk about him has said how much of a nice guy that he is uh how much his teammates love him and that's the biggest part is how much his teammates love him and he he wins and people call him a game manager but he keeps winning and has his team and has had the Niners in playoff contention and in the playoffs ever since he's gotten there. So somebody needs to put some respect on his name and maybe the Niners need to rethink what they're doing with the Trey Lance saga and let him sit back there and learn some more. I don't know. I still feel Trey is probably going to be that quarterback next year, Uh but Jimmy, that's my guy.
0: Yeah. I mean, in a in a world now where these quarterbacks are getting paid a ridiculous amount of money, he's a bargain. even, his exist his previous contract, which before they reworked it, it was like twenty something million a year, twenty seven ish, like still a bargain in this NFL. And we mentioned it last week too. He didn't even he didn't get the playbook over the offseason
1: because yeah.
0: he was probably he was almost traded if he was a, if he didn't have surgery. So yeah, he had a rough rough game last week. Um, but yeah, I, I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not sure of you know. I still want to count him out week after week and count these 49ers out but you saw what that defense did to Matt Stafford last night and just how uh, um, you know they, they were all over Cooper Cup and uh, you know Debo is just you know how I feel about Debo love the guy and my dynasty fantasy football team loves him too Um, he's he's a special kind of talent especially with Elijah Mitchell uh, being out for for the foreseeable future, too, between him and Jeff Wilson, getting some run in the backfield there, you know, the Niners could, and that defense carrying the way too. The, that could be a, a team, a uh, team to look out for for sure. Yeah, I like Jimmy. I don't, you know, he's probably a good one of these bridge quarterbacks. I think a team you just mentioned the Giants. I think there's going to be a point where if you're a Giant fan and you're you're still winning you might want to see what the team looks like with Tyron Taylor, especially uh, knowing that DJ is not going to be there um, next year.
1: The commanders could have had Jimmy G. They literally had a deal in place and they, yep. they said, no, I'm sure. Looking back, they probably wish they did that because of, you know, Carson Wentz, who is going to be an automatic loser for me every week, but yeah, go ahead, Sam, what's your uh, last winner of the week?
0: Another guy I've just counted out. Um, and I looked at his numbers too. Uh, this is, as a starter, last year in the time that he spelled Russell Wilson. And this year, Geno Smith has a 75% completion rate, dude. A 108 quarterback rating. He's thrown for 1,600 yards, 10 TDs, two interceptions, 7.6 yards per attempt. Like, And this is a team, a Seattle team, that offensively, defensively doesn't scare you at all. But he's, you know, they found a way to win this past weekend. And through four games, I just mentioned some of Geno's numbers, including last year. But if you were to put him up against what Russ Wilson's doing over in uh, in Denver, I mean, again, completion percentage this year for Gino, 77%. Russ has 61%. percent gino has got more yards, two more touchdowns, one more pick. And they both have two and two records. So, I mean, just I know Pete Carroll wants to win some games in Seattle. I don't know if it's the best idea to be winning all these games when your your team's just not great. But it it showed you we talked last week about the AFC West just at the start of the season thinking it's going to be the best division in all the football. Right. And it just hasn't really worked out that way, even though they're, it's still very talented. You could say a very similar case about this NFC West, right? Like the Seahawks are not nearly the team they used to be. San Francisco, it's kind of just steady now, stable. They got Jimmy back there. It's like, you know, it's just like last year's team. The Rams need to wake up a little bit uh, or a lot of it coming off that hangover from the Super Bowl. Um, you know, the Cardinals are just being the Cardinals, but, you know, that the division's open why not why not make a run if if you're seattle um especially in a weaker nfc so yeah i got gino as a winner this week for sure uh
1: they wrote him off and he never wrote back uh great great. forever live in my mind um yeah gino is he's playing out of his mind right now Uh, this is I guess you would say he's finally playing up to the potential of his, his draft status. But, you know, I don't really think that's the case, but still. Um, yeah,
0: you know. It only took eight years, but, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm happy for him. Uh, I guess we'll just see how, how it goes out. And and I know people, there's been a bunch of uh, graphics that people have made that he's, he's currently doing better than uh, Russell uh, Wilson, which I thought uh, – it's comical. I love when you see these things like, Oh now I was like, okay, yeah, he's got one season that he's doing this. And Russ has been cooking for many a seasons. I, I hate those stupid comparisons, but, um,
0: I just, I just read one off. So I know, you know. I
1: know. I'm not talking about you. You, you know just
0: call me stupid. Know. It's fine. Yeah, I'm makes... just putting it in perspective, man. Got to let the people know.
1: I mean, if you feel that way, then, you know, then you feel that way. It might be if I'm talking and talking to you, I guess I'm talking to you. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I I think it's interesting. I don't I, seeing the Seahawks relevant is, is cool. It's such a cool place. Uh, still need to get out to Seattle, uh, and, and I want to be in that arena that or that stadium that has one of the loudest crowds. It's between them and the Chiefs, so I would love to just be there and, and hear that sound because I know it's a different situation. But maybe I'll just wait until they actually get a, a real quarterback, unless Geno continues to ball like this. Who knows? Um. But Sam, let's get into losers. And uh I'm really interested why you have one person in this half as a loser. Uh, but you know, share with us your first loser.
0: I have well, we talked about it last week, the Steelers, but Kenny Pickett. I mean, I'm not gonna fault him for his first NFL pass or, you know, he's throwing in the double coverage, gets tipped, and he gets a pick. It's more or less like. The Steelers here are now one and three. They lost to the New York Football Jets. Right? We talked about this last week. When are you going to switch from Trubisky to Pickett? And the upcoming schedule is more why I have them a loser. Right now you have a rookie quarterback who, you know, it's it's fine, but you know I'm not really high on Kenny Pickett, but there are there are people out there that that are. You know, he's. City of Pittsburgh likes them a lot, but you have the Bills in Buffalo. Then you play the Bucks at home. You go to Miami. You go to Philly. Your bye is in Week Nine. You come back at home to play the Saints in November. November Thirteenth is Week Ten. Are they going to have? Are they going to win a game in October?
1: Possibly not.
0: So you have Bills, Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles, Bye, Saints. Bengals, and then you're in the colt playing the colts right after thanksgiving
1: the saints are probably like the only one it depends on what's going on with Jameis. is Is he if he's going to be back which is what i have a question for you later on but um yeah it really depends on that because with Jameis not being there they they're not a viable team and they just kind of just showed that on they can put up points but it's not the same so
0: yeah so that's that's just why i have him as a loser here i mean Yeah. You mentioned that Steelers might not make it to 500. I, you know, I'm not sure how many more wins they're going to have this year. I mean, Najee Harris is not, does not look good. It looks like that preseason Liz Frank injury is still bothering him. You know, uh, Deontay Johnson, eh, if, if George Pickens is on your waiver um, waivers out there, I'd probably take a look at him. He's got a good connection with a, With Pickett, it looks like, but yeah, I just, um, you know, just looking at how you want to let a rookie quarterback you know, you're just throwing them to the wolves here, and maybe that's the right thing to do. But I just, I don't see much going for Pittsburgh this season,
1: yeah. I saw when I saw that, I was like, Well, how is this guy your loser? And it was like, but I, I I was like, I started to take the backseat, I was like, Maybe. He's a loser because he's just getting, like you just said, thrown to the whoops and not really getting the chance. But I think this week it'll be different because they're going to actually game plan around him, right? Because That's fair, yeah. Uh, last week they didn't. It was it was Mitchell Trubisky. And now from this point it's like you, you're not going to – can't keep flip-flopping now. Like you put this young guy in, you can't really take him out. I mean you can literally take him out and you can do whatever you need to do to win. But, uh, I mean, at this point that would be super detrimental to him. So it's a – it's like walking on thin ice every time he throws the ball. So I, I I get it from that perspective. Yeah,
0: it's not this again. This is not going after Kenny Pickett. It's more of like the Steelers are the loser here. Um, so yeah, I, again, I don't know many teams or many people, experts, whatever that had high expectations for Pittsburgh um, in general. But um, yeah, I, it'll be a long season. I hopefully uh, Mike Tomlin survives it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if this team is going to survive, and they were my pick to win the Super Bowl, and they just won the Super Bowl last year, and that's the Los Angeles Rams. Um, apparently, they only have one wide receiver, and his name is Cooper Cup, uh, because that is the only person that they throw the damn ball to. Uh, and everybody's asking, well, Allen Robinson to get separation. Allen Robinson has never been the guy to get the separation. He's just been no. the guy to go up and moss you. Go over top and win that 50/50 ball. That's him, right? That's not. He's not going to beat you with massive amount of speed. He's not the 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 fastest person. He's not going to get all the crazy separation. He does run great routes. Uh, but you. This is where it's it's blaring that without having an OBJ there right now, who can get open on his own, that trio would be crazy. But right now, teams are just going to hone in on Cooper Cup. He just won the triple crown, right? Uh, they're they're looking at him like, okay, so we just need to focus on him and we can stop their offense. Because Cam Akers is not doing anything as a running back. Matthew Stafford looks terrible back there because he's only throwing to one person. Um, And then the defense on the other end, you have who we've been saying for the longest is the best defensive player we've seen in forever. But currently right now in this NFL, as we're talking, is not the best defensive player in the league right now. That is Micah Parsons right now. He is the best defensive player in the league at this moment. Um, and Aaron Donald is still a problem. He still is going to do what he has to do. But what about that secondary? I, Jalen Ramsey is back there, and he, I, every time I watch him nowadays, he's getting burned. He might have, he might not have it anymore. He might not have it anymore. I don't know what they're doing back there in that secondary. I don't know what they're doing offensively, and everybody needs to look at Sean McVay, and they're not really talking about him that much, and they should because he's the guy that calls all the shots, but the Rams need to do something, uh, losing 24-9, to and again, Jimmy G seems to own the Rams during the regular season. Um, I just, I don't think they're going to be like this for the rest of the season. I, I know they're going to find their legs, but it's it's looking rough right now. So I the Rams are definitely my loser this week. Yeah,
0: primetime game too, Monday night football. Um did not not a great showing. Again, yeah, Allen Robinson, if you were to look up uh, you know, um, possession wide receiver in the football dictionary, Allen Robinson is there. I think the misconception and uh, it's you know, he's he's shown up even when he's had awful quarterback play, right? Like he uh, spent all those years in Jacksonville Bortles was great in garbage time, but, you know, and and he had some good seasons with Allen Robinson, but, you know, he, did, he didn't have a great tenure in Chicago. And now you figure, okay, Super Bowl team, potential Hall of Fame quarterback, Matt Stafford, this should work. Allen Robinson is finally, we're finally going to unlock Allen Robinson. And that hasn't happened, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, he's wide open. Um, you know, he's, there were a lot of plays last night, uh, watched a good amount of this game where he was just, uh, you know, the, the cramming the ball into Cooper cup, double to double coverage. And, and, you know, it was, I get it. I love Cooper cup too, but you know, uh, Matt safford has got to start looking around, uh, looking around the field a little bit more too. And he's the least of their problems too. I mean, as you mentioned, that defense is, uh, you know, uh, has some holes there. The offensive line has some holes. Uh, the running game is non-existent, whether it's Henderson or, or uh Cam Akers. So So um, I mean, yeah. Hopefully.
1: The biggest departure was Whitworth. I mean, losing yep. Peter Whitworth is, is huge. And I don't think that's being talked about enough is, is losing that, that veteran up there, that future hall of famer uh, after winning the super bowl. Like that's a, that was your, your rock right there in your offensive line. And now you no longer have that. It's just like, I don't know if he really trusts Allen Robinson because of his surgery in the offseason, right? So I don't know if they built that chemistry yet. So I'm sure that'll get better, that connection going from there. But they need to do something like ASAP.
0: Yeah, and I, I just I have this feeling now. I mean, you we meant we've mentioned this a lot throughout the first four weeks of the season. We don't know a lot, right? Like preseason shorter and shorter now. The uh, the Rams starters didn't even play in the preseason. Uh, so, you know, we have to, we have new information now we have four weeks of play in the national football league and we have to just reassess and, you know, what we think and what what we're seeing too. It has to kind of line up and, um, you know, maybe the Rams just won't figure it out. I'm not saying they're going to miss the playoffs. Um, but you know, we, it's. It's, it's kind of like the situation we, we said with the Lakers last year and the year before that, too. Hey, it's like, oh, once uh, Bron gets healthy, once AD gets healthy, you know, uh, they'll figure it out. Russell Westbrook's going to figure it out. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. LeBron's the best player in the world, like, or, you know, whatever. Um, And and it wasn't the case. So maybe, you know, maybe that's it's just not going to be their year. Uh, But if it's it can still be. They can still make some moves here and uh, figure it out. Maybe they get OBJ back. Hopefully he comes back, uh, you know, as as strong as he was when he got hurt. But, yeah, it's going to be a long season, uh, NLA, if you're a Rams fan.
1: Well, what you do you think it's going to be a long season for your next uh, loser of the week, which would be the Ravens and John Harbaugh?
0: Yeah, man. I mean, you can – Lamar is playing out of his mind, um, but – you can make a case that this Ravens team should be 4-0, right? They, they lost that huge game against the Dolphins. And they had this huge lead, and the Dolphins just came back. And uh, they were close. They were in this Bills game. Again, um, you know, four minutes left or so, and uh, you have the best kicker in uh, NFL history, probably. I don't know. I'm not well-versed in NFL kickers, but Justin Tucker is – on the mount rushmore of of kickers and he's still kicking. Um so you could you could get three points that way or you could just give the ball to again probably the mvp this year he's going to be in the conversation right there hurts allen mahomes i get it they're all in that conversation um and he he throws a pick to jordan Poyer. so you know it's just i don't it's this isn't like a situation like Nathaniel Hackett last, uh, last couple weeks where it's kind of like he's not going to get any, uh, any credit here because he's the rookie coach. And, uh, you know, John Harbaugh gets some, uh, gets some deflection here because he's a Super Bowl coach. He's one of the best coaches in football, one of the best front offices in football, if not the best in, in, uh, Baltimore. So, the slides a little bit, but you know, these Ravens could be four and up um, and just, I don't know, you know, just, they they could be, but they're not.
1: Well, I also have the Ravens as a loser this week too, because uh they lost. Uh And a lot of people are saying that they should have took the points when they have the opportunity to kick a field goal, when you have arguably the best field goal kicker in the league. But on the other side of the coin... You have a MVP candidate and could potentially get it. I think they were three yards, three or four yards away from getting the first down. Um, yeah, I'm giving the ball to Lamar every single time when it comes to that. And I love the fact that John Harbaugh, which is why I'm not giving him a uh, loser uh, this week. But I should for overall, as is to Sam's point of being, they should be 4-0. and But I, I genuinely just don't understand how you keep losing these close games. I respect that you go for it and you go for the win because you know, if you give (laughs) Mr. quarterback up there that runs the wagon, Mr. Other MVP in the race and Josh Allen, a chance, he's going to bury you if he gets an opportunity to do that. And, i don't mind them going for it but this is what happens when you don't put points on the board against other teams right and that teams that are really really good you got to take the points when you can get them um but it, the ravens seem to have have done this multiple times as they they have the the feel of being a playoff team and lamar has the feel of being uh mvp at the beginning of the season and it has the season goes on it like dwindles away and it's like what ha- what is happening with this team like you don't have to worry about the Steelers at all you kind of don't have to worry about the Browns like the Browns are somewhat viable right you you have these options of doing these things and potentially going from there and the Bengals are the other one in that division right yeah so the Bengals really to me are their only true competition at this point in time so you need to be stacking up, and if they would have beat the Bills, I mean, it would obviously be a different conversation that we'd be having right now. But that comeback that you allowed the Dolphins to have, it it, it would say to me if I'm going against you and I have a formidable team, okay, we can come back on you whenever we want. You put no fear in my heart. You allow these people to come back on you. Like any time I see a comeback, that would be in my mind. Like you allow this team to come back you guys don't know how to close out a game so I know we're always in in it until the final whistle is blown. So hopefully they turn that around. We'll see. Um but let's get to two teams that are on your losers list that I don't know if they're going to be able to turn around with their current situation under center.
0: Yeah, it's um a swap of of quarterbacks at least with one of these guys, Commanders and the Colts make my loser list here you could even throw in the panthers here this rent a veteran quarterback model where it's like let's just salvage we have a a team that needs to win now or has enough pieces to win now let's just get a veteran quarterback and figure this thing out matt ryan looks i don't even know what the word is he's just it's melted it's not yeah it's not there um and uh and the commanders too. What's that guy's name? You know him, right? Carson Wentz. You know him. You're familiar.
1: Carson was, because he he isn't anymore.
0: There you go. So I just, you know, these teams salvaging, you know, their jobs, these front offices, and and Matt, uh, Chris Ballard's one of the better GMs uh, for the Colts in this league. And uh, you know, Ron Rivera is one of the better coaches in this league. And you can make a case that Ron Rivera is not going to make it to the end of the season as commander's coach. Uh, We've already talked about extensively the Panthers' desperation to uh, try to win games and trading all these picks for Darnold last year and then trading up to get Matt Corral and then McCorral gets hurt. He's not even going to play this year. And then you trade in other picks to get Baker and all of this money too. that you have to pay both Darnold and Baker in their uh, fifth seasons here? it's it's just a mess it's like again it's it's the same with the Ravens here like we're looking at this on a Tuesday morning right like if if Lamar didn't throw that pick it would be like John Harwell is brilliant it's and it's just part of the game right when you when you have a steady uh kicker like Justin Tucker it's just part of the game when you have a team that you know a defense and a, an offense like the Colts they're not they're not clicking. Carson Wentz has had his moments. They, the Eagles, made him look just silly last week. And you know, it's just it's it's not happening. How many points the Reds Redskins score this week? Ten. Like it's just not the Commanders. The uh, Commanders. Yeah. Sorry. Gotcha. Um, it's been a while. That's two teams ago. Look at me. I'm I'm a mess. Um. So yeah, they're just they're they're losers. Uh, they gave them.
1: Yeah. I- I'm going to always give Carson Wentz a loser card uh, because he has not lived. That injury, I'm telling you right now, is is ruined his career. And Carson Wentz will either be out of the league next year or he will be a backup somewhere because he's not the guy. And this was his last chance. And no team out there is really going to do it unless they're really, really desperate, which is possible. Uh, but Carson's not that dude under center. Holds the ball way too long. And melted ice uh, has been melted ice ever since they lost against the Patriots, and they allowed the Patriots to come back. And uh, yeah, I don't, I still don't understand who gave him that nickname of being Natty Ice, of him being cold. I
0: think it just had a, I think it's got like a Natty Ice connotation well, to if, it. Like if that's like, the case, like, that's perfect because
1: Natty Ice is terrible. So, but it's
0: you know he got it in college and i don't i just think it it evolved into the he has quote-unquote ice in his veins like he played for boston college he didn't do anything at boston college exactly you know so like i don't know i just think it it got legs and it it got bigger than it need to be but it was probably just like oh you know let's just call him this
1: you mentioned something that has legs um
0: this is like the biggest story we probably should have just led with it but my uh, loser here too but
1: it's it's the nfl and the miami dolphins anybody affiliated with that they are the biggest loser here um if you weren't privy to what has been going on to a first was that against the who who was he concussed against first the bills uh, when he said and they, the organization said that it was a back issue and they doubled down in his press conference after When he had the heating pad around his back and the blanket over to do that It was like you are concussed. I've seen when people are concussed You are concussed the eye test is telling me that you are not right. You got up you walked and you stumbled Sam I've hurt my back plenty of times I'm not proud of it. I've hurt my back Plenty of times
0: I have an awful back
1: I've never have... wobbled like that ever in my whole entire life yes I also am not a professional athlete to be very very clear but even still I think I know the anatomy pretty well to understand that 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 happened what had nothing to do with his back if it was his back he would be walking wincing holding his back moving gingerly not that he got up was discombobulated Fell back down. His offensive lineman, even knew it, held him to make sure he could stand up straight. And then, what did the Dolphins do? They say, you know, he's not concussed. He passed the protocol then. And then they just let him come back on Thursday night football.
0: Four days later, dude.
1: Four days later, and put him out there so they can contend and try to play and see what they can do against the Bengals. Uh, what was it? The hey, Bengals. Right. I forgot it was the whole white. This is
0: like two of the, the worst hits I've seen, and a reaction from a quarterback, right? I legit, I was texting you on Thursday night. I legit thought like Tua was gonna die. Yeah. And I don't, I am not a doctor. I'm not gonna pretend to be one. Um, but the whole like he went down and then his fingers, it was almost kind of like.
1: Don't like pink signs is what they were joking it, about, and when they which it look like. But like
0: know. just the, like the stutter in his like fingers, it was almost just like a like a blip. Like it was like it just needed to like recharge. Like his brain just needed to reconnect. Like reboot. It was so scary, and like to to get hit like that on Sunday and to wobble around, like not not every concussion is the same. I've learned that. I know that um, it's something like, um, you know, doctors, sports doctors talk about all the time. Uh, Stefania Bell of of ESPN Fantasy, she says it all the time. Not, it, they're every concussion is different, and sometimes really strong hits, big hits, guys are okay, and these hits that you don't think are as bad, they're not. But this, there's supposed to be independent doctors on the sidelines, spotters. To be able to see if, you know, if a player took a bad dive and is is slow to get up or if this to prevent this situation, we all saw this happen. It wasn't even like something like on the corner of the field, but wasn't on TV. and You know, we'll see it in the coaches film or something like that. Like this is the star court or the quarterback of your team took a big hit and stumbled to get up. Didn't know where he, it looked like he didn't know where he was. Yeah. And then he went back down to the ground and he leaves the game. You could say it's a back, he Probably his back probably did hurt. I'm sure. And other parts of his body hurt too. But like
1: the first thing he did when he hit the ground is his hands went to his helmet. Yeah. Like, Oh damn my head. You can literally watch him. His hands didn't go to his back. If your back hurts, your hands are going to go to your back. You burn your finger, you're going to, ah, my finger, right? You're going to go to where that sensation is. When he hit the ground, fell back like that in that game against the Bills, the first place his hands went were slowly to his head like, ah, if you've ever had a headache that is super terrible, what do you, you kind of grab your head slowly like, what's going on type thing. And that's exactly what he did. And then four days later, he gets ragdolled, which is a perfectly legal play. And he hits the ground so hard because you got a four hundred pound dude flinging around a hundred, a two hundred pound guy, like it's nothing. And he hits the ground and he is knocked out cold. Cold. It was one of the scariest moments I've ever seen. So now,
0: and then he gets on the plane. Yeah, goes to the hospital, and then he's on the plane to go home.
1: Yeah. Well, they, I know.
0: I know the Miami. You, you want to win. You have a, a great team. You're ahead of schedule. As far as just putting a team together, you know, uh, the Bills have shown that they can be beat. Uh, you know, any given Sunday kind of style, but you get this is, you know, John Harbaugh. I just said he was a loser, but this is making sense this week. Is like, what the hell are they doing? I'm paraphrasing here, but like, sometimes he said it. Sometimes you got to save the players from themselves. Yes. I mean, I'm I'm far from a professional athlete, but I've been watching sports my whole life. Sometimes. Sometimes you just you got to do what's best for the for
1: Tua here. Well, they that's why they fired the third party doctor that apparently diagnosed him. And of course, this is this is collateral damage. Let's get let's fire this guy. That's yeah. first and keep the eye off of us as the Dolphins. But we know that you. At least I feel, and I obviously have no evidence. This is all speculation. I know that as a player, number one you're going to go out there if you can go no matter what your condition is because you just, that's programmed in you. But to tell me that they didn't want him back out there when they had the chance of beating the Bills, which they did, uh, it's it's beyond me that you know they wanted to win that game and they weren't going to stop to do it. And it's just, it's unfortunate. The NFL needed to do something after that first game and be like, yeah, no, he should not be playing this week at all. The way that we saw him, like, we want to make sure that, that that's what's going on. And we're going to send our doctors to confirm that he's good to go. And then they still shouldn't have put him out there on Thursday night at all. Uh, so I'm wishing him a speedy recovery. I hope this does not uh, damage him moving forward in his career. Uh, and I, I, hope, I hope the Dolphins and the NFL learns from the situation because that was bad press. That was terrible press to see that.
0: Yeah, he's already ruled out. Um for the game in against the uh, Jets this weekend. So, um, yeah, yeah, just, uh, I don't, again, I don't blame Tua either. Just athletes are going to want to play, but he was failed so many different times here, um, by the front office, by the coaching staff, by the medical staff, by the NFL, really. Um, and I, I get you want your, your stars out there, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately for Miami in this case teddy bridgewater is a serviceable quarterback right he can he he, he can get uh, he can keep uh this ship upright and and going um moving forward yeah so that's our our winners and losers this week looking at uh pick time right
1: let's go
0: let's do it hey last week you were 8 and 8 i was 7 and 9 Jeremiah was embarrassingly five and eleven in his guest hosting, and uh, our Instagram listeners were only had four wins. So, looking at it this week, Hayes, don't call it a comeback. I am eleven and five this week. <laughs> brings your overall mark, uh, include including week two, three, and four to twenty seven and twenty one. I went ten and six, 29 and nineteen for the season, and our listeners rallied strong. 10 and 6 this week as well so they have 22 uh wins on the season too. So some notable games that just kind of looking at what happened here we both had the Lions winning they lost both had the Browns winning they lost both had the Steelers winning they lost and you know um some occasional misses from the two of us here but you ready to make some picks for week 5?
1: Let's go. Let's go
0: all right thursday night football the colts who may not have jonathan taylor high ankle sprain head to denver who have unfortunately lost one of the better young running backs in this league javante williams for the season with an acl and a pcl uh tear um thursday night football colts at broncos who you got
1: that's right uh broncos
0: yeah this this Colts team is a mess. Uh, I just saw that uh, Shaq Leonard has a broken nose. Oh uh, go Broncos. This Colts team is just falling apart. Mm. Um, your boy, Frank, might not make it through the end of the season here, man.
1: Well, that's unfortunate for him.
0: London game. The New York football Giants at the Packers. Well, against the Packers. Packers favored the win, of course.
1: Hopefully, I can wake up this this time because I completely forgot that the Vikings and Saints are playing uh, this past Sunday morning, um, and all of a sudden I started getting fantasy alerts like big play, and I was like, "What the hell are they talking about?" It's like, "Oh, okay." Uh, but uh, for this one, go ahead.
0: On that note, I've seen a lot. Like as you know, I love fantasy football, fantasy baseball. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of the teams I put together. The amount of stuff I've seen from fantasy football Twitter to be like. Alvin Kamara got ruled out at like nine o'clock, and I get it. It's six a.m. in California, and no one expected Kamara not to play. But if you're a commissioner in a fantasy football league, you can't change that. Yeah. Especially if a guy's coming to you at like four o'clock in the afternoon, one o'clock in the afternoon, being like, "Hey, I need. I didn't get to sub out Kamara in time." Can't change that, man. You can't uh
1: you know your responsibility you got to know this when you're in a fantasy league you got to know what's going on which is why this is probably my last year in fantasy period because it's too much too much involved in it in. i'm just gonna go back to enjoying the games and not have to worry about anything i haven't even bet on any games in quite a few months like i just much rather just enjoy the game and not have that stress on me i'll bet on other things um that i don't really care about uh
0: so yeah we both have the packers in this one i uh who knows who will play quarterback for the giants but uh despite the you know how we feel about these packers i think they'll easily take care of the giants we both have the vikings they play the bears this week and we both have the titans as they uh go to washington and play the commanders thoughts on any of those games
1: uh vikings should it's going to be a tough game cuz it's a rival but they they should pull that out easily titans I mean, I don't know which version of the Titans are going to get, but I trust them way more than the Commanders, so Titans it is.
0: Well said there. Uh, the winless Texans, right, technically, because they tied. Yeah. I think they're winless, right? Uh, they're going to Jacksonville. Uh, we both have the Jags here.
1: Yeah, it, it's that's an easy win for them, especially after losing to my birds uh, this past week. They, they're going to bounce right back in do what they're supposed to do and fix up those, uh those issues that were kind of exposed uh, on Sunday.
0: Here's the first time we disagree. Maybe uh, Seahawks at the saints. I have the Seahawks. You have the saints. If Jameis is playing.
1: Yep. If Jameis is playing, I think that's a saints uh, a saints win, even though I need the saints to continue to keep losing uh, because it just improves the Eagles first round pick this year. So right now they're currently, Uh, the number four pick uh so thank you and keep losing in real life but yeah you know i think they're gonna win this game
0: uh we mentioned it when it happened boneheaded trade by the or or uh, new orleans saints here and they traded one of their first round picks um or their first round pick for this year to the eagles to move up a couple spots and then uh I think they moved up again. They got Chris Olave, great player. But now the Eagles, if the season ended right now, and again, there's a lot of football to be played. Yeah, your Eagles have the fourth pick. And they, you know, would also have the 32nd pick. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm rooting for you there. But that uh, dynamic player, you could get at the beginning yeah. of that draft.
1: Not us let's, let's go Saints. Let's uh, go. We
0: bo- yeah, we both have the Bucks. They uh, play host to the Falcons.
1: Even though I think this is going to be a really, really close game. I do think it's going to be a really, really close game. I think it's going to come down to, like, the last few minutes in the game. Because the Falcons have actually been playing really, really well. And the Bucks not so much. So, I I, I flip-flop on this one. I almost went with the Falcons, but I learned years ago not to bet against Tom. So, I'm not.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I, Tom Brady is, you know, and, and Tom Bull's defense just gave up the most points. You know, that... that... The Todd Bulls defense has in a long time. Um, and a bonus loser this week is Arthur Smith because Kyle Pitts had like one catch this past week, <sighs> dude. Come on, man. Uh, I know Mariota is limited here, but you got find Kyle Pitts and Drake London and get them the ball. He's and in- now you're, you know, Cord- Cordell Patterson's out for a while,
1: he's the best player on their team. Wait, yep. What happened to Cordell Patterson?
0: I'm not sure, but they put him on IR. I'm not sure of the exact inj- injury, injury yeah, so he's out for four weeks.
1: If they don't shove the ball down Kyle Pitts' throats going going forward, like put him in the backfield, do an end around, have a tight end screen, get him the ball as much as you can, and let him do. Like it just, it's blowing my mind that you have this freak of an athlete there on that team, and you're not utilizing it. It just is blowing my. I don't.
0: Mind. Yeah, I don't even want to hear that he's a tight end. The guy lines up. In the slot or even outside, probably more that he lines up in the you know traditional tight end spot, right? Uh, yeah, he's a, a freak athlete. You took him, or we said this last week too, and I, I hate repeating myself week after week, but Arthur Smith, if you really want to win, like you say you want to win, get the ball to the guy that you drafted as the highest tight end ever, right?
1: Just please do something
0: do it uh you know you have the Dolphins here they play hosts or they head to New York to play the Jets I have the Jets especially because two is not playing um I don't again this is one of the weeks where I just um fall in love with the Jets and probably get embarrassed like I did a couple weeks ago um but I'm still gonna pick the Dolphins even with two out
1: yeah Teddy two gloves I see them still winning with him he's a viable quarterback in the league and he's proven that over and over again uh with the opportunity of them actually game planning for him uh i think it's going to be a, a lot different this week and they still have all pieces there he's going to throw the ball he's going to get it down the field to waddle and to hill so uh don't wouldn't be surprised if uh, Gasicki has a, a big game this week so just curious on that one but yeah that's i'm gonna go with the dolphins my dad would be proud of me for that one
0: there you go this week i'm going against your pops though. Um... It's
1: fair. I mean, all the love
0: and respect for your family, though.
1: You're a rival, so it's okay. It makes sense.
0: Uh, you know, not much. We've already talked about this game enough. Steelers at the Bills. We both have the Bills. Lions at the Patriots. I'm going Lions with this one, Hayes.
1: So am I. Lions have been too close to winning games, and they seem to not be able to close out, even though they just put up a ton of points in this last game on Sunday. Uh, but the Patriots suck, so. <laughs> Yeah, lines.
0: One win for the Patriots this season. I know Brian, even their backup Brian Hoyer. Uh, did he get a concussion? I'm not sure exactly what happened, but uh, Zappy doesn't necessarily scare me under center here. And Mac Jones might be out a couple more weeks, so I like this Lions team. Uh, I mean, Golf had a big game last week. Hawkinson had a, a huge game, uh, even with without DeAndre Smith and and Amon St. Brown was out too. Right? Um, still a big offensive game for the Lions. I'm going Lions here. Uh, we I have the Chargers um, as they head to Cleveland to play the Browns. You have the Browns.
1: I do. Uh, I I feel like they'll bounce back from from losing this, and I I also know with losing uh, what's what's the Bosa brother they have there, Joey. They have Joey, and that's Joey's out right now. Uh, yeah, he's out for like ten weeks. Yeah, so that's a big hit right there and that's what i'm banking on without that pass rush is going to give uh jacoby Brissett a little time to throw back there and they still have a lot of key players uh it just they need to get amari the ball uh they need to do something whatever they put out there this past week was not it and i think they're definitely going to be coached up and bounce back from that i know the chargers are pretty much going to be as good as um why why can't i think of homeboy's name why did you just lose my mind um what's their quarterback Herbert, Jesus, uh, <laughs> brain fart. Uh, yeah, when, I, I mean, it's a roll of the dice every week with Herbert with those ribs because if somebody hits him really good, he's going to be out and he's not going to really be able to throw the ball. So it's going to be discomfort all the time. I mean, I don't think that hasn't didn't affect him this past week, but we'll see. They also have Miles Garrett on the Browns defensive line. So have fun oh. with that.
0: Yeah, uh, and I know Miles Garrett, awful car accident. Did you see his car? Like, yeah. he's lucky to be alive. He was avoiding an animal. Yeah. Uh, and he yeah. just swerved, and that car was just destroyed. Luckily, he's okay. He didn't play last week. All things considered, he's okay. And I don't want slander if there's any Falcons fans listening here. The Falcons did beat the Browns last week, despite not giving Kyle Pitts the ball mm-hmm. and Drake London not having a big game. But still, it's just the, the premise of you have – a talented athlete, freak of freak athlete like Kyle Pitts, get him the damn ball. I, I'm going uh Chargers here though. I love Justin Herbert. I hope he's okay. Um again, I think this Browns team is is good and Brissett is definitely holding it down under center, but um I just like this Chargers team a lot more. We both have the Niners as they head to Carolina. Yeah. Um just I'm over Baker Mayfield too. In general, man.
1: So is everybody in the league? As I said, Johnny Manziel, 2.0. Whatever. Bye, Baker. Uh,
0: Let's see. What's next? Eagles at the Cardinals. Both have the Eagles here. I don't know if we need to spend. Jesus. (sighs) Cowboys at Rams. We both have the Rams. We're agreeing a lot this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've gone back and forth with with this one about the Rams. But if they would have won last night, I would have picked the Cowboys. I mean, yeah they would have won last time the cowboys but they're not going to want to lose back-to-back games and i think they're going to be overprepared for this so i'm going with the Rams just based off of that uh but matthew stafford better be ready because michael parsons and that uh knee line is coming at him
0: yeah i cowboys should be a winner here cooper rush should be a winner too i mean we're we're counting like the, the guy out and he's you know he's uh undefeated yeah. and he's he's playing well uh Zeke and uh, Tony Pollard kind of look lost back there. But um, you know, they're they're finding ways to win. Would not be surprised if the Cowboys win based on how the Rams are playing, as you just mentioned. But um again to reports too a Dak Dak not being able to properly grip football and you never put him on IR. You said he might there's chance he could come back this week or next week, like, the dude can't properly grip a ball. You're still winning games. Put him on IR, Jerry. Come on. He's
1: not going to do that. There's no way he's going to do yeah. that. Uh.
0: Nothing. Sunday night football. This is going to be a great game. Bengals at the Ravens. We both have the Ravens. I I like um I like this Bengals team a lot. I just think uh home game Sunday night football Ravens uh right their wrongs here.
1: Yeah, I I think so too. I think they know that they're the talk of uh. The league on them, you know, falling short, and Lamar is still he needs to have a bounce back game to me. Even though he didn't play extremely bad, but that pick late was was huge. It was super critical. uh But I think they they pulled this out. But uh, it's gonna be a good ass game and very very close.
0: And uh, Monday Night Football Raiders at the Chiefs always a tough game. Despite this Raider team only having one win, I'm I'm you know, there in KC. I got the Chiefs here. I don't. I don't think it's close. Um, I, I Pat, Pat Mahomes is is a winner from last week. Uh, uh, I of course missed Sunday night football uh, last uh, Sunday night, but I was immediately sent the Patrick Mahomes touchdown, that crazy miracle touchdown, like from like three different people, including you. And uh, I don't even know what to say, man. To be able to know where the um. To know where the line of scrimmage was on that play was incredible.
1: You just lob it over top. Like, here you go.
0: Yeah, 360 move Literally and all.
1: He's playing backyard football, and everybody is just trying to catch up to him, and he's just yeah. destroying people. It's- yeah, this
0: this um, this um Chiefs line looks really good, too. Definitely, and, and even without Tariq, they're, um, you know, finding ways to win.
1: Which they said, hey, we're not going to do, and he was going to miss out on them, and he's showing everybody that he can do it with whoever's there. So, yeah, we had to shut him up, Patty. Um, Let's get into my top ten of this week. Um, Brandon's
0: Power Rankings is back. And last week was the Bills. Let's see if they're uh, still number one after week four of the football season. Brandon, who you got number ten?
1: Vikings again. At number 10, uh, they really didn't do anything to to move up or down. Uh, but the Patriots, or excuse me, the Packers, not the Patriots, definitely not the Patriots. The Packers are right on their tail. Uh, the only reason I put the Vikings ahead of them is because the Vikings actually beat them head to head. Otherwise, I would have the Packers there. Uh, number nine, the Dolphins. Uh, that's because Tua is not there. Uh, and they I do feel they have taken a step back but they are still in the top 10 because they still have all these other pieces and, and one of the fastest offense. Uh, at eight, the Jags. Uh, they just lost to the Birds. And I, as I mentioned before, I still think they are going to be a very, very strong team. Their defense is really, really good. They just did not play well in the uh, elements. But I think Trevor Lawrence, if he holds the ball uh, properly next game, as he has done in the beginning of the season, they should be fine. On uh, number seven, Bengals. Uh, they look pretty good on, on Thursday night, um, especially those white uniforms. Uh, that was everything. I needed those white unis. Uh, but I think they're going to be fine. I, I just Jamar Chase has been like weirdly silent, and I just feel like that's going to absolutely change uh, because of who he is as a player. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Six, the Ravens. Uh, Sam and I both picked them to win on Sunday Night Football against the Bengals. Uh, I think Lamar is going to have a a phenomenal game, but I think as I said before, it's gonna be a close game, but they have Lamar's on a mission. He's on a uh, a Judgian mission uh, in football version, so uh, I'm super intrigued by that um, Number five that is if I believe correctly that is the Bucks. Uh, I The Bucks are missing Julio Jones, Chris Godwin uh, And they just got Mike Evans back. And we saw what happens when he has Mike Evans back. He had two touchdowns uh, so they're still there because they also have Tom Brady as their quarterback. So uh, their defense has played pretty well, even though uh, they've lost some close ones. Uh, but they their defense is still in the top 10, if I believe correctly. So uh, I never count out a team that has a top 10 defense. Uh, number four, the Niners, because of porn star Jimmy. Um, he keeps them around no matter what. And they are a really, really good team when he's there which is why I wish they would just leave him alone and just let him be the Niners quarterback. Uh, number three, the bills. Now they were number one, as Sam mentioned last week. Uh, the only reason that they have taken a step back to me is because they, I feel like they've been in really close games. And sometimes the, some of the play calling is just eh, for me. Um, and I know they, they still have pulled it out and they, they went in there three and one right now. Uh, but I I do think they're going to be in the top three throughout the whole entire year. And I'm sure depending on what happens with these next two teams, uh, they could be number one easily. Uh, number two, uh, the chiefs. The reason why I have the chiefs here, uh, Patrick Mahomes has been putting up points without having the weapon that he's had ever since he came to the league. And that's Tyreek Hill. Uh, he's balling with Juju Smith Schuster, uh, scantley valdez scantley um it's not obviously as kelsey as his tight end uh, but outside of that he's doing a lot with kind of a little some guys that aren't you know really uh, top tier individuals and still balling out still making those magical throws that sam and i just spoke about uh and they've been there before so they continue to be one of the best offenses in the league since he's been there because of him i don't see that changing and number one I put my boys because they're (laughs) 4-0. They're 4-0 and nobody else is 4-0 in the league. And I think if you are undefeated, you have the right to say that you're the king of the castle until you lose. Yes, they have a somewhat soft schedule. A, they did not make the schedule. There goes puppy. Yeah, he's he's upset about the schedule too. Um, They did not make the schedule, as I was saying. Uh, But they still have to play the games. Right? They still have to be in in and play on the field. And it doesn't matter what your schedule says. is because, Sam, as we've already mentioned, there's been plenty of teams that we thought were going to be something. And so far this season, they haven't been anything. So just because you were great last year doesn't mean that you're going to be great this year. It doesn't mean another team is going to uh, excel. So I'm very, very glad that they have put this product out on the field. and They're number one. And uh, that could change next week, depending on what happens after that card game. So we'll see what happens there. And that is my top 10 of this week.
0: I th- yeah, I can't fault you here for putting the Eagles number one, especially how they've played on all three um, parts of the, the ball here. I think the, the biggest thing you had the Dolphins, I think, second last week or third, and they're back to ninth. Is that just because of the two injury or how they played on Thursday night? or Both. Yeah.
1: And, and not knowing when he's coming back and not knowing what type of product that I believe in Teddy Two Gloves, but I mean, you don't know what type of product is going to be out there with that. So it's that unknown has made them drastically drop for me uh, because the way that they were playing were out of their mind. Um, so that could change after this week for sure, and I'm sure if Teddy Two Gloves does that, they'll probably be in the middle of the pack for me.
0: If the Steelers find a way to beat the Bills this week, will you start calling Kenny Pickett Kenny Two Gloves? I will not. Okay, I will just. Not. Just wanted to let you know. That was Brandon's Power Rankings. Still looking for a sponsor. So if you're interested, just email us at chasingpointspodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram.
1: Yeah, all of the above. Brandon. Yeah.
0: You have a note here that the NBA season starts on October
1: 18th. Yep. but preseason um, has already started as of September. Has. And uh, last night we got a preview of... Uh, potential Eastern conference final, it was the Nets and the Sixers. And we finally got to see Ben Simmons on the court and people are going on because of the passes that he made. It's like, he's always been able to do this. Um, He's always been able to play defense and he's always been able to score. Uh, He took a jump shot and and Philly Philly sports Twitter was all over him, missing and breaking the jump shot, of course, because of how he departed from there. Uh, But it is intriguing to see them out there. I still think that's going to be scary. I still think the Bucks are going to be super scary. Uh, but the Sixers end up winning that game. Uh, Tyrese Maxey is a problem. Um, and that pick and roll between James Harden and Joel Embiid, I think is going to be pretty uh, formidable throughout the season. Uh, so there was, you got to see the Lakers. Uh, playing clothes actually was playing. That's Anthony Davis. Uh, he was actually playing with his fro out there. Uh, Russell Westbrook at one point in time, did play defense, but it's preseason again, people like he's not going to go all out, but
0: didn't really know. play defense to begin with. So, you That's know, very, don't very lose true. your That's shit over it. it. Yeah.
1: That's very, very true. Um, but yeah, it's going to be very, very intriguing. I just wanted to, to let people know that that preseason is, is here to go watch it. And that the uh, NBA season is on the horizon. And next week we'll have a, uh, a, uh, preseason or a, our rankings, our picks, of what we think is going to happen in NBA season. Uh, Sam won't be here, but maybe, maybe not. We'll see. So he's a wild card. He wakes up and does what he wants. But uh, if he isn't here, we'll have his pick so we can share that too for next week. Uh, but Sam. Yep. Yo. Do you care that we're about to do? Do you care?
0: I always care. Our future award-winning segment, Do You Care?
1: So lead us in. Let's go.
0: Hey, man. Uh, the Athletics surveyed GMs from across the NBA, as they do... Every year, um, 43 percent. You just mentioned a potential NBA Eastern Conference preview in, in the 76ers and your Nets. How about the Bucks? 43 percent of the NBA's GM said the Bucks are going to win the ch- championship. The Warriors got 25 percent of the vote. Do you care?
1: Yeah, I think the Bucks are they have right now, uh. Giannis is the best player in in the world. I, I it's between him and KD, but it goes back and forth. I'd give KD the edge because he can shoot, but Giannis took the the Celtics to seven games, um, which is going to be interesting to see what they do. Uh, but the Bucks are are going to be a problem. And Giannis, the way he's been talking this off season, I think he's going to level up his game even more. Um, so I, I'm intrigued to see that. Everybody knows what the Warriors are coming with. I don't care what percentage of votes they got. They have the greatest shooter ever, um, so they they can get the votes. Don't mean anything when it comes to them. They can put out uh, a terrible product in the first quarter of the season, and then the last three quarters of the season they go absolutely off, and then they're in the finals again. So I I got nothing to say about the Warriors. They can do what they want to do, whenever they want to do. So yes, how about you?
0: Uh, yeah, I like the Bucks. They're good. I like the Warriors. They're good. I have no idea, man. Um, I I would not fault. Um, I I think Giannis is is gonna get even better this year. I I do like this Bucks team. I also like what he just says when he says stuff. I think he has the quote of the week. Did you hear what he said about Tim Duncan? No. He said when he retired, when Giannis retires, he just wants to disappear. And he said, What the hell is Tim Duncan up to? <laughs> like, because Tim Duncan, I mean, I know he was coaching for a little bit, but just kind of disappeared. Uh,
1: I believe he disappeared. If I remember correctly. Um, but I have to double check on that one. Uh, but yeah, he's Giannis has been pretty funny with his comments throughout this uh, offseason, leading up to the preseason. So uh, he's been talking more, which is. A surprise to me so I'm I'm here for it I'm here for it What we got next on do you care
0: oh also 48 percent of the GMs had Luca as MVP Giannis got 34 percent Joel Embiid 14 percent I don't mind that I think that's kind of that's accurate eh. no uh,
1: Joel Embiid has been getting snubbed left and right for the MVP and so I think his percentage should be higher and I think this finally is going to be the year that he gets it, but I do believe it's going to be between him and Luka um, for the MVP for sure. But I think this is the year that Joel finally, finally, finally gets it.
0: Well, speaking of years that people finally get things, then is it the year? It's probably not the year for the New York Mets swept this weekend by the Atlanta Braves. They are not in control of the NL East. The Braves magic number is one. Um, The big name players on this Mets team did not show up this past weekend and certainly down the stretch as well. uh, Mets are probably lining up now to to see the uh, Padres or even the Phillies in the wild card round. Here's a team that had a Pretty nice lead in the East as they did last year, and it, things all fell apart. And it just seems like a broken record here. I mean, we really like some of the moves that um the Mets made in the offseason season. You know, paying a fortune for Scherzer, uh, you know, Starling Marte, Chris Bassett, and you know, getting an adult in the room with with Buck here. And Pete Alonso had a big season, but um, you know, Degrom are just not putting it together on the last couple starts, and here we are. Do you uh, care?
1: Instead of playing – Timmy Trump needs to play Taps. Uh, if you guys know what Taps is, it's the military song that they play when they're grieving, uh, and that's what they need to play instead of uh, that stupid song. Actually, I really like that song. Uh, but the Mets, they, they're your World Series pick, weren't they? They were your pick to win it all? No. Who would you have to win it all?
0: I don't remember. I did have the Mets to win the East, though.
1: Okay. Um, and
0: you laughed at me.
1: I did. I did because I said the Mets are kind of Mets. And what did they do, Sam?
0: They met it pretty, pretty good.
1: Yeah, they, they did what the Mets do, and they lose. I was talking to a buddy about this and he was talking about how they really need to do this. I mean, they're still in the playoffs, but they could have had the NL East and they blew it um i don't believe the braves are going to lose and they they just need one to to technically win it right sam at this point
0: yeah and they have a couple games to play so
1: yeah so i mean it's pretty much locked up so the mets should just pack it in and just get ready for uh the wild card and see what's going to happen from there um but they still got a chance they still got a chance but i mean the braves it's, it's funny, Sam, we talked at the beginning of the season when we had our preview for baseball of, of our guy, Freddie Freeman, and how they lost him, but we still felt that they got a, a phenomenal player in return and they didn't lose a beat. They came back and they've been just on a surge. Uh, they're showing why they won the World Series last year and uh, why they're going to be around but I still don't think anybody's messing with the Dodgers because they've just been playing absolutely out of their mind. Crazy thing is, Dodgers have been playing out of their mind, and I haven't heard anybody really talking about them, even when they clinched. Like People were still talking about Aaron Judge hitting his home runs. Uh, so speaking of which, what's our next do you care, Sam?
0: Hey, Aaron Judge hasn't hit a home run since September 20th when he hit number 61. Mm-hmm. Do you care?
1: Uh, I don't. My guess I would love to see him break the record, but I don't care if the Yankees are still winning and he still has the chance of winning the triple crown. So if the Yankees are winning and he still has a chance of doing something like that, he's he's already got history with tying. Um, I'm sure he's going to hit one more home run and I would like to see him have the triple crown, right? And then the Yankees have already clinched uh, the ALE. So as long as the Yankees are winning, I don't care if he hasn't hit. He's only hit one home run since then. It's, it's, I want to see them as a fan win. Um, so baseball's not always always about the long ball. The long ball is sexy, but still, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, I I, I want him to break Roger Maris's record. Right now, he's tied. He would be the um, American League uh, all-time single-season home run rec- uh, leader which would be great but as a yankee fan since September 20th Stanton has four home runs as Waldo Cabrera has four home runs or three uh, four home runs Glaber's got three home runs um this team is winning you know so that that's what's important and Judge is still hitting the crap out of the ball exactly. he's only getting 27% of the pitches he's seen in the strike zone that's the lowest number in major league baseball yep. they are not pitching there in judge and sure, the pressure of the baseball world is on him every time he comes up to bat. You know, other networks are tapping into Yes Network coverage to, you know, to see this happen. Um, and, you know, yeah, he, he can be frustrated. But I, I I want him to break the record, and hopefully he does. But I know once that pressure is kind of off, one or that pressure at least, once the playoffs start, he you know Either he rake could just rake, yeah yeah he's just gonna go nuts he's he's been playing really well another do you care based on it after breaking or tying his father's record Roger Maris Jr said that judge is a true home run champ over Barry Bonds Sammy Sosa and uh Mark McGuire what do you think do you care
1: I care but not I care because of Barry Bonds is the record holder uh, with 72. Now, Great. I know that he's never been proven to have had steroids in him. Um, I know that's not the same that goes for McGuire and Sammy Sosa, uh, but Barry, out of those, mix out of that bunch, has never been proven to done to done that. Obviously, I know he had the ties to the Balco and and all that was going on but he's never been ever been proven to have taken that and i know that that time is the steroid error and there's a big asterisk around it but he still has 72 and until to me he's going to be that no matter what 72 is the number it is what it is i know roger maris son said that there should be something that that classifies that and i know a lot of baseball writers have said that on numerous occasions as well too that there should be uh, a certain uh, marker that signifies done during the steroid era uh, to put it there by itself because to Maris point I get this it's it's judge is really having one of the greatest baseball seasons in the history of baseball period and it's being watered down to the point of now that we're talking about these three people that are above him, he, as you mentioned, would be the only one. He would be the home run champ uh, for the AL, uh, since all three of these gentlemen were in the NL. So, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm torn because I mean, Barry has the number. Uh, Barry, whether you believe he took steroids or not, um, is still considered one of the greatest hitters and one of the greatest talents of baseball ever. Uh, so it it's it pulls at me. Sam, it really, really does. Uh, so that's why I care because his argument is is going to go on forever. Uh, and and being that it's a Yankee now doing it, that's going to potentially break another Yankees record. Um, yeah, it's 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 a weird balance inside of me, Sam. It really is.
0: Yeah, Roger Maris Jr. is supposed to say that. Obviously, it's his dad's. record and there's so much cloud you know so many clouds around this story i think i and i've totally not totally changed my mind on this but i'm with you i'm more torn than ever because 15 years ago i was very much like screw these guys let them burn like i you know they cheated the game and now it's just i just think people with many things just care less yeah and I, I think sh- they should let them in the Hall of Fame and just kind of make some kind of note about, as you mentioned, um, you know, an asterisk or they played during the steroid era. There's certainly a lot of judgment in um, what's going around, too. And there there's pl- there's players in the Hall of Fame that use steroids. They're yes. just this. I mean, of course. Uh you know, Bagwell suspicion never caught Piazza suspicion, never, you know, never failed the test here. I mean, McGuire didn't fail the test, Sosa didn't fail the test. The only reason we know that Arod failed the test is because a confidential list was leaked that first time at least. True. Sure. Um, you know, and then he did it again. But um, you know, so I've I've kind of changed my point of view on this. I I just I, I'm I want Aaron Judge to break the AL record and and I'm fine with that and if you want to if you want to say that he's the all-time single season record holder I'm fine with that and if you don't because he's technically not then I'm fine with that too I don't have enough energy to like fight this fight anymore you know
1: it's 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 uh it's like you can't you can't erase that time period right yeah you can't just tell the fans like yes you spent your hard-earned money on this time period. And it just doesn't exist. Like it exists. It existed at that point in time. It was just a lot of messy stuff going on. But again, to me, Barry, he hit 72. we watched it. He hit 72. And at that point in time, it was absolutely electric. Like I remember when he hit it, I remember how crazy everybody's wearing. He's wearing that black, black uniform with that orange uh, trimming and him going up there and how everybody was just erupted and all the cameras flashing and that was just such a moment and to where it is now and what it feels like right and and not being a part of the steroid era and judge just doing all that he's done in a, a year that he doesn't have a contract that he wanted to to like okay i'm gonna prove it to you and approve me year. uh it, and just like again in line to win the triple crown uh, it, it's it's a different type of season for judge so yeah, Sam, i I agree. I, as I said before, yeah, it's
0: its saved like, baseball, you know. you mm-hmm. um, make a. Case, I mean, it's it's an exciting thing within baseball um this past season. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's pretty big in New York, and judge is pretty big across the country. so I'm I, I mean, trying to take my New York bias out of this, I don't know how big of a deal it is across the country. To other, you know, to baseball fans, it's kind of, you know, to Yankee fans, we're all about it. Obviously, we want him to break the record. We want Aaron Judge to win a World Series and win the Triple Crown and stay. But, um, you know, I have trouble just gauging where where it ranks across the country right now, you know?
1: Well, I mean, it's to your point, I think it's ranked pretty, pretty high because of I was watching... Uh, NBA Live on ESPN and they cut to every time Aaron judge was up at bat and NFL live did the same thing and like these are these are two different sports and they're talking and they're supposed to be talking another thing and they stopped every time Aaron judge got up to a bat. like I think it's a huge deal. it it might not seem that way because of like you said they were right here in New York so we already kind of know what it is for us here uh, but I, I think it's uh, I think it's a huge deal. I think it really,
0: really is a huge deal. That's it. That's do you care?
1: Yes. It is. Great
0: job. Great job today, Hayes. That's our podcast. Episode 72 of the Chasing Points podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Chasing Points Podcasts and on our website, ChasingPointsPodcast.com. Anything else to add before we say goodbye to the friends and family that are listening to us right now?
1: Um, Stay safe stay warm. Um, October just smacked us in the face, especially over here in the Northeast. Uh, and I want to send love to those that have been affected by the multiple hurricanes uh, that have affected our country, uh, especially Florida, uh, but also uh, Fiona that I avoided when I was down in Bermuda, but affected Puerto Rico immensely in Turks and Caicos. So I just want to send love to all those that are uh, that have been affected. And if you guys have an opportunity to to donate or give something of your own, please do. So Um, definitely, definitely people need, need this help right now, even if it's some clothes that you have, I know we're changing from season. So there might be some that you can just send off, but that you're maybe thinking about giving away. So uh, that's what I want to end that, that part on. So, yeah.
0: Beautiful, man. Beautiful. All right. So for Hayes, well said, I'm Sam catch you. Well, I'm off next week, but we'll catch you. Uh, Brandon's here next week. Till then, peace.
1: Uh, Sam has been very special this week. Um, he's just out of his, so don't mind him. But you know who's also probably still out of it right now? Frankie Lasagna. If you don't know who Frankie Lasagna is, Sam's looking at me like, who the hell is Frankie Lasagna? He is the gentleman that let $2.5 million slip out of his hand in Toronto when Aaron Judge hit the 61st home run. And toronto his name is frankie lasagna who actually owns a restaurant in toronto but does not make lasagna on the menu <laughs> it's this truth uh i'm going to tell you this right now a being because i played baseball that ball hit my glove it's not going anywhere i that would have been the tightest squeeze i've ever had in my life number one number two if i felt like for some reason that the ball was going to come out of my glove, it fell down into the bullpen, the Blue Jays bullpen, and the pitching coach got it and handed it over, and then ended up going to Judge family, and, and Judge gave it to his mom. Sam, don't you know I would have fell down into the bullpen? It was like a maybe a ten foot drop.
0: I don't know if he had that ball though, man. I it don't. Was, I don't know.
1: It was in his glove. It was in his. Was mind. it though? It was. It was. He just didn't squeeze it, bro. It's I. You, you don't bring a gl- like Frankie Lasagna. Uh, what I want to say to you is, even though you failed on securing the bag here, uh, you can still recoup this because you can spend this and be like the home of the place of the guy that dropped Aaron Judge's sixty-first home run, and you could spend it and use it as marketing and put pictures all up and make this make you some money you can still capitalize on this so frankie lasagna to you i wish you the best and put some lasagna on your menu being that your name is frankie lasagna Um, on that note peace